Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out. And if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Best. Best Show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, this is Thor in Newbridge Heights. Thor. Yeah. Hey, Thor, how are you? Good, how you doing? Loving the show. You're back with a vengeance, man. Oh, thank, thanks, buddy. Um, I, I just wanted to say I love that section of the show last week where you talked about the Patty Smith incident in the elevator. Mm. I know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know it was, look, it was, it was, that was tough. That, that, uh, I commend you for sharing that with everybody, and I'll tell you one thing, man. That took a set of solid brass crotch marbles, if you ask me. To uh, tell the the story of me being in San Francisco uh, right. a few weeks ago and then seeing Patty Smith at the hotel I was staying at and um, seeing her over and over, and the fourth time I saw her, I was compelled by who knows what to ask her to go into the elevator she was in and then to ask her if she saw Humble Pie play back in the day, which was a, yeah, that was uh I still don't get it. What? I, what? Thor, I <laughs> wish. Two, well, it's two artists that you never hear of together. Thor, that's why I asked the question. I, I figured... See. I figured if any, well, if I asked her about what television were like back in the day, right, that would have she would have said this is the eight millionth time I've been asked that question. Right, I never thought of it that way. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still crazy though. But it's well, look, it was I, I blew it. I well, blew. I'm not. I'm not saying that that it was like a swing and a huge, huge miss. Well. You know, life is full of swings and misses, but, uh, you know, if, if you're into it, I'd love to have you tell the story on elevator shame sometime. What's that? I'd love to have you on elevator shame. 
shame sometime. What what is elevator shame? It's my podcast. It's a podcast called Elevator Shame? Yeah. What what is what is that? Well, Elevator Shame is the preeminent podcast for people to share their most shameful, most embarrassing elevator stories. Their most embarrassing elevator stories? Yeah. Like, well, how many elevator stories like mine could there even be? Oh, there's a lot. You'd be surprised, Tom. Really? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them. And, you know, I'll be honest. Like, 70% of the stories are fart-based, but there are some other really interesting tales that, that, that come through our, our podcast. Uh-huh. Of, of yeah. embarrassing incidents in elevators. Yeah. Like like what? Oh, well, off the top of my head, like, uh, oh, uh, there was a woman who called in about the time she was a, a, a teenager, and she was in an elevator. And you know how kids will do that prank where they'll, they'll get in the elevator and they'll push all the buttons Mm-hmm. So it, it, there's like 30 stories, and so this elevator stops at every floor now, and everyone who's in it is angry because they have to, you know, their their journey is slowed down quite a bit, right? Sure, yes. So, so she does that, and then who gets on the elevator on the next floor but Walter Cronkite? Gets like, on. Gets on the elevator, and he, of course, is going to the top floor. And so he was furious. He was, so, he was so mad that she said he was basically grazing on his own mustache the entire time. Because now this elevator had to stop yep. at every floor. Yeah, very angry. Oof. And she was very embarrassed. Uh, there was also um, a very famous film critic who wrote a scathing review of the film On Deadly Ground. Mm-hmm. And then he found himself trapped in an elevator with the film star Steve, Steven Seagal. Wow. Oh. How, tough, how tough is that, right? Oh, that's brutal. It is. And so, of course, some, somehow Stephen realizes who this other person in the elevator is. He was so mad. Yeah. He made the critic get down on the elevator floor and clean the elevator floor with his ponytail. Not with his own ponytail, with, with Seagal's ponytail, which is just weird, isn't it? That's... He made him clean the elevator with his own ponytail. Yes, yeah. It, you know, so, so then his ponytail gets all grimy. I, I don't quite understand the logic of it. I, it must be some kind of Buddhist muscle man thing or something. Mm, that's really weird. Yeah. You've seen those statues of, of the Buddha doing reps on the delt machine, right? Stat- no, wait, it's the, it's the lats machine. I've never... I've never seen... Wait, it's a statue of the Buddha. Shirtless, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Working out. Yes, yeah. And in most of those things, you know, he's kind of doughy. Yeah, you know, those statues, yeah. he's doughy. Sure. He's, he's cut in, 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 in this statue I've seen. I can't remember where I saw it, I've though. never seen those statues. If only there was some way to Google that image. Yeah. I don't know. Of a ripped, like, Buddha lat machine. That's like a like a like an indie rock band from the early nineties or something, doesn't it? It sounds like a like a Say it again? Buddha Lat machine. Buddha Lat machine. Yeah. Tonight, Buddha Lat machine with boy dog pondering its limbs. Yeah, or it sounds like um it sounds like a pavement B side. It does. Hey, speaking of pavement. Yeah. 
please tell me you saw that metal show this week with Getty Lee. I did not see it. Oh, my God. you're Because it came oh, back. That metal show is the program on, what's it, on VH1 Classic. Classics, yes. And it's it's this well, show. A few shows not in high def <laughs> currently being made. Thankfully, though, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Hey, why um, do you say that? Well, eh, I'm not going to. You're right. That was that right. was So it's a show with uh, Eddie Trunk. Yes. And uh, two two comedians, uh, Don Jameson and Jim Florentine. Right. And they talk about metal the whole yeah. time. Yeah. They had Getty Lee on, you said? They did. They did. And they have this thing where, where it's, it's called Stump the Trunk, something like that, where you know Eddie Trunk knows all about metal. Yeah. And he's like a trivia whiz. Mm-hmm. So at one point... He takes, you know, he takes these questions, and in the middle of these, you know, these kind of typical metal questions for Getty Lee. Getty Lee's the guest on the on the show. Mm-hmm. This ki- this kid gets up there, and he and he he says, Eddie, what band wrote this lyric? And he rattles off the line in that pavement song. What about the voice of Getty Lee? You know that song? Yeah. Radio. Yes. And Eddie Trunk has no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. Looks over to Getty Lee and says, do you know what this is, Getty Lee? He goes, of course I do. Yeah. So there's ultimate humiliation going on. Because now Eddie Trunk has been shown up. Yes. Twice. Twice. So the kid reveals what it is. Eddie, Eddie of course, goes, I, it's a name I've heard. I don't know anything about them. And he goes, but you did win, and I, I commend you on that. You stumped me. And they had this little box of stuff that, uh, you know, the, 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 that the winner can reach in and get a, a prize for stumping the trunk. Yeah. And he gets some kind of crummy hat or something. And all the while, the guest musician on this show mm-hmm. is the guitar player. His name's John Petrucci. He's the guitar player in Dream Theater. Uh huh. Which is like the new rush, like times a hundred in terms of like technicality. Sure. And so they feel bad that this guy got a hat for stumping Eddie Trunk. So John Petucci gives him his guitar. No. So you have. When will this ever happen again on Earth? You have a pavement reference on that metal show, and and in, as a result of the guy not getting it, the guy from Dream Theater gives the guy his guitar. Yeah. Pretty crazy, right? That, it's, it, that is nuts. I can't wait to see that episode. I feel like I diverge so much from our topic. Oh, I don't think so. Really? Think, no. That, that, I'm glad I heard that. I didn't get to see the first episode of uh, that metal show. Did, uh, did, uh, did Jim Florentine have any interesting points to make during it? Well, you know he did, but I I can't remember what they what he said. You know, mm-hmm. I'd love to. I don't know. What do you think he would have said? What would Jim Florentine? He probably would have said something like, uh, like you know, ACDC are uh, touring, and uh, the two shows I want to see this summer are uh, ACDC and Ozzy is going to be out with Black Sabbath, and uh, they're going to be playing shows all year long and uh, touring with Ozzy. The way he says Ozzy makes it like, it's like listening to like that scene in Jaws when he scrapes his hand down the chalkboard. 
Oh, and he says this boat needs to be way bigger. Well, that's not exactly the line, but oh. he, that voice, I don't know who was, who you thought he was, it sounded like, uh, that was like, uh, like Charles Nelson Riley or something. Yeah, he says it, doesn't he? Who? Charles Nelson Riley. No, he's not in Jaws. Yes, he is. He, no, Charles Nelson Riley is definitely not in Jaws. He is too. <laughs> he's not. He's he, not in. He is too. Thor, he's not in Jaws. He is too, and I know he says we need a way bigger boat. No, that. <laughs> well, we'll research that. Uh, I'll research that later in the show. That's fair enough. And if you're right, maybe I'll give you something from the the prize basket here. Ooh, you have a prize basket? Well, not really. I'll figure oh. something out for you, though. But I know well, I'm not wrong, so I sure. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see about that. Uh-huh. Oh, getting back to my my stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. You were talking all about your your you podcast. Forgot about me. I'm sorry, Thor. That's I okay. forgot about we got sidetracked. Tell me more about this podcast. Oh well, here's another um, here's another amazing elevator shame mm-hmm. story from our archives. Yeah. One guy, he's in an elevator, and he drops this big shopping bag that he's got. Okay. Spills out all over the floor of the elevator. Mm-hmm. Porno mags. Embarrassing mm. enough, right? Yeah. He looks up. Mm-hmm. Who's standing next to him? Who? Pope John Paul II. Oh. And his little entourage. Oh. Pope John Paul II was appalled. Obviously, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And apparently as he gazed down at the scene before him, Mm -hmm. Pope John Paul goes something like, De Domini, Spank Magum, Elevatorium, De Maduchi. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Maybe some of your listeners in Vatican City can translate that, but I'm pretty sure it's some kind of curse that he placed on the man's pants faucet. Uh-huh. And, yeah. uh, oh, you know, now that I, I remember it, he actually said uh, pantus faucetus at some point in Latin. Oh, okay. Whatever wow. they talk there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the Pope was in the business of placing curses on people, but... uh I thought they did that. Mm, I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but it, oh. it still it sounds like he was saying something about the yeah about the 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 porno magazines all over the elevator. Yeah, but he also said this. The guy said that the Pope's eyes definitely lingered on one particular magazine that was on the floor. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't describe one iota of what's in the magazine. Okay, good, yeah, be- good. Because of, the, of certain restrictions on the radio. Sure, yeah. And also air, just air. To be said over actual air. Yeah. Not the atmosphere. air, like air. The atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you're not. I, I, I really don't want to hear anything about this magazine. Well, I got a really bad one that happened to me. In an elevator? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, can you tell it? Well, I was in Miami about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and I get in an elevator. Who gets in after me? Who? Barry Gibb. From the... from The uh, the world-famous Bee Gees. Sure. From the, the Bee Gees. Bo Gibb, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'm really nervous, just like you were with Patti Smith. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to make a connection. 
course, you know, sure. like you did. Yeah, yeah. So I go, hey, Barry Gibb, because he, that's how you address an FT. You have to do it by their full name. That's like rule number one of FP interaction, right? FP interaction? FP yeah. is... Um, famous person. Famous person, yeah. Yeah. And I get his attention, and I go, you know, there's a song of yours that I love, but I can't remember what album it's on. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, how, how does the song go? So I start, I start singing. Girl, you're out of my, you're out of your mind, bitch. If you think you're getting half of my stuff. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he looks at me like I'm crazy. Sure. And I go, I'll sing it again if you want. And he goes, no, please don't. But I go, girl, you're out of your mind, bitch. If you think you're getting half of my stuff. And he is like climbing the walls of this thing. Sure. And I go, it's on Children of the World, right? The Bee Gees album. Yes, and he pushes the button for the very next floor just so he can get the F out of there. Uh-huh. So he just like, he bolts out of there. And it, it turns out it was a song I wrote when I was getting divorced from my fourth wife. Let's just call her Sheila L., okay? Okay. Somehow I got the songs confused. Sure. It was very embarrassing. It, that's extremely embarrassing. Yeah. Um, that's really, so these are the kind of things that happen on your show. Yeah. I, I've had a couple more too that are pretty, uh-huh. pretty cringy. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, could you, I, I'd love to hear some, but I don't know if they're too embarrassing. You... Oh, well, Tom, that's all part of what elevator shame is, mm-hmm. telling one story. Okay. We're storytellers, Tom. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, okay. Story, I never thought of it as storytelling, but. Oh, yeah. Like what, what happened? Uh, well, off the top of my head, uh, let's see, uh, I spilled ink on a woman's wedding gown. Uh, I set a rat kid's, uh, a kid's rat tail on fire. He was a rat kid too. He had these weird fangs in front of his <laughs> Uh-huh. Very sick. Uh-huh. Uh, I threw up on two surgeons who were on their way to perform brain surgery. Uh, I accidentally glued my hand to Joe Namath's neck. Uh, I let off three fire extinguishers in an elevator full of people on their way to a funeral. Uh-huh. I spilled a vat of tepid cooking oil on Ranking Rogers rollerblades. Uh, what else? My jean shorts fell down while I was talking to Reese Witherspoon, exposing my naked wimple. Uh, I broke both the wheels on Stephen Hawking's wheelchair. Uh, I got into a fist fight with Jim Florentino over who was better, Sabbath, Ozzy, uh, version or Dio version. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, I, I mistook Vern Troyer for a doll. Things like that. Oh, yeah. Those are insane. 
That's um. Did you what did you say about Joe Namath? You glued your hand to his neck. I accidentally uh, glued my hand hand to his neck. That that's correct, sir. Uh, you you do not, you don't have to call me sir, Thor. Well, you command respect. I mean, you do have the ear of a nation. Um. Well, I guess you know that's a fair point, but yeah. Well, but to, to, to answer your question, yes, I I, I I I did glue my hand to Joe Namath's neck. Uh huh. And can you imagine how upset and confused he was? With your hand glued to glued his to neck. His neck. Yeah. 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 Oh well, yeah. I could only imagine. What do you think he, he he might have said when he realized my hand was glued to his neck? Um, what do I think he said? Yeah, yeah. If I had to guess, um, I don't probably just like uh, you know, it's uh, kind of uh. Strange that you've uh, glued your hand to my neck. Now we're on this uh, elevator together, and your hand is glued to, uh... (laughs) I don't know how we're supposed to leave this elevator with your hand glued to my neck. That is, like, 98% verbatim what he said. Uh Uh-huh. I say I'm a little freaked out. What kind of sorcery dost thou engage in? Why? Because I guessed what he would say. That's not. I'm not a, a sorcerer, but it's not that. Uh, that's not. Yeah, that was not that hard to guess. You, you also, yeah, you also mentioned um, Jim Florentine. Yeah, he took off his his uh, five finger death punch shirt and started whipping my semi closed haunches with it. Uh huh. Which is weird because you like we are you were you uh, going into the elevator because you were a fan of his, like I did with the Patty Smith thing. Yes. Yeah, that that might be mistake number one with these. I think so. But can you imagine what our our argument was like? I, 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 you know, I wanted to have a conversation, so I just started. I brought up the the Black Sabbath thing, mm-hmm. and I go, "Hey, hey, Jim, I think I think Dio blew Ozzy out of the water. Uh-huh. Heaven, heaven and hell, and mob rules kick ass on any of that stuff." So you said that to him. I did. What do you think he said? He must have said something along the lines of, uh, "Well, that's just uh, crazy that you'd say." Uh, Dio would be better than Ozzy, because, uh, look, I love Dio. I love uh, all of his stuff last in line. I'm a huge Dio fan, and uh, Dio, rest in peace. But uh, there's no way that uh, Dio touches Ozzy in any way, because you're talking about Volume 4. You're talking about Paranoid. You're talking about Never Say Die. You're talking about Technical Ecstasy. There's no way that Ozzy is anywhere near uh, Dio. Ozzy outranks Dio so much higher on the the list of Black Sabbath lead singers. I do think you're a sorcerer. I I'm, I don't like it. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> well, okay. that's not that hard 
to, you said you argued, so yeah. I'm just replicating what I would think he would say. Well, okay, well, it's still something. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, put, it, it puts me at, at uh, dis-ease. That's a, a lack of ease, unease. Okay. I don't like it, yeah, but... No, I'm. I, it's not any... Yeah, I, okay. I didn't mean anything by it. Well, okay. Hey, you know, um, I gotta say, I do have an ulterior motor for calling. You have a what? An ulterior motor. An all a ulterior motive. Motive. Ulterior motor. All ulterior motive. No, what? That's the the phrase is ulterior motive. No, it's not. That's what that's what you mean to say. Yes, it is. No, it's an all terrier motor. You never heard this before. An an all terrier motor. Yeah. No. Oh There's yeah, no. Back, back in the golden age of mini bikes. Yeah. The most expensive motors were made from freshly shorn uh, fur of purebred terriers. No, that's sick. No, it's not. No, the terriers weren't weren't hurt at all. They were just shorn. That's where that phrase, no terriers were harmed in the making of this mini bike, often runs at the end of movies that you see in the theater. No terrier. I don't even know. That's the, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. No terriers were harmed in the making of this mini bike. Yeah. Is that the, in like the credits on movies? Most movies that have animals I've in never, them. Never, yeah. no, that's, I've, that's the dumbest thing I've heard on about a, a hundred different levels. Maybe you're the dumbest thing I've heard on a hundred different levels. Uh-huh. Well, then we would be even, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the, the, the I gotta just say, it's like, I'm, I did the Patty Smith thing. Right. That was like a once in a lifetime kind of thing for me. But you just rolled off 15 things easily that you did and I there there is a difference between your situation and my situation mine is like a genuine kind of weird fluky dumb moment but yours seem like they are planned or have some sort of purpose behind them okay my elevator incidents aren't as spontaneous as I portrayed them to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's why I actually wanted to talk to you. Okay. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? Well, you see, the Shout Network has, has picked up Elevator Shame for their fall lineup. Elevator, the show, they picked yeah. up... It's going to be a show. Okay, like a TV show. Exactly, yeah. Uh-huh. And I want you to be the face and the voice of Elevator Shame. Hmm. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, I thought this is not what I expected uh, on this, you know, this conversation of ours here, and that actually, I have to say, sounds like it could be a kind of a good fit. Um, you know, I've to be honest, not to sound braggy, but I have been hoping to get my face out there a little more, and you know, yeah, I feel like after having done this radio show for so long that, yeah, I, I could see myself hosting a TV show. I could, I could definitely, I think at this point I could do a, a pretty good job doing that. Hosting? 
What kind of delusional half-animal part party machine are you? You've got to be kidding me. Whoa, what's that? What? I don't know. You asked me about hosting the thing, and I thought you did. And I mean, I mean, what do you want me to do then on it? Like, like voiceover stuff or something? Now I'm wondering if I'm getting pranked. Are you pranking me? No, I'm. I'm not. I'm not pranking you. You asked me about being on this show, so I'm. No, no, Steve, you wouldn't be doing any of the hosting or doing any of the voiceovers. You'd be a, uh, yeah, you'd be the straight up ARB. The ARB? Yeah. What is an ARB? Assistant release boy. What, what is, what is the assistant release boy? Well, you would be in charge of catching up to my angry prank victims after they exit the elevator after I prank them. Mm Mm-hmm. And and then securing their signatures on release forms so they their images could be shown in our show. Oh, okay, yeah, that. So I would be the first. <laughs> yeah, they're they're furious now. Right. I'm the first person they see. My face is the first face they see after they've just been humiliated. And then I've got to kind of plead with some with celebrities or who just to get them to sign releases. To appear on the show. Well, yeah, you'd be doing that, but you'd also be in charge of of, of other very very important tasks. Uh-huh. Like like what? Like maintaining your clipboard and uh, keeping the hinges of the clipboard oiled, and uh, you know, clipboard calibration, things like that. Things mm-hmm. that are very important to the show. Oh, oh, they sound very. That sounds very important. Oh, and don't worry, it's a paid internship. What? Well, you won't have to pay an arm or a leg to do this. I, I, I know high school students don't have a ton of money, but believe me, this thing is going to look great on your college transcripts. Wait, my, what do you mean by my college transcripts? When, yeah, for when you apply to college. Uh-huh. Well, I, I, I'm an adult, Thor. I mean, I'm, this is not, I'm not a college student. What, are you 18 now? No, I'm... I'm in my 40s now, and I'm this. I'm not looking to do. I don't have a college trans. I'm not in college. I don't need anything like that. And it's just not where I'm at at all in life. Wait, this isn't a high school radio station. No, no, this is not a high school radio station. Okay, is it a high school CB radio network? <laughs> no, it's not a high school anything. Oh. No, it's not a high school. It's it's a real show we're doing that's on the internet that streams and it goes up as a podcast. Also, oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know, we'll forget about it. Forget about it. Um, uh-huh. I just got a text from our producer, and yeah. he says he just hired. Oh, wow, this is great. He just hired an industry vet named Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has a cool nickname. He says that they they call him the the Chiku Kid. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. He's, supposed have, he's supposed to have crotch marbles of steel. Mm-hmm. Well, the, that let me know how that goes. Oh, wow. Uh, it says, he once asked General Petraeus if he sold puppies. I don't know what that means, but what a wild thing to ask a general, right? It's pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. Yeah. yeah. Sure is. Oh, no. Ugh. What, what is that? 
I'm in an elevator right now. You're in an elevator. Was that just okay? There's this elevator has two horns. An elevator has. Wow, that was really strange. The elevator had two horns. An elevator had one horn. I don't know what's going on with anything anymore. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martine Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much. Bye.